Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, March 12th. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A Portland man accused of killing two strangers about 20 years apart pleaded not guilty to murder charges Thursday morning in Multnomah County District Court. Police arrested 53-year-old Christopher Loverin in May after identifying him as a suspect in the killing of Mark Dribben, who was last seen in 1999 and whose remains have not been found. Loverin is also accused of killing Kenneth Griffin, who was reported missing in February 2020 and whose remains were found in Loverin's shed after his arrest. Prosecutors said they believe the killings of Dribben and Griffin were random, and they have not been able to find a connection between Loverin and either victim. Based on evidence found at his house, prosecutors say they believe Loverin may have killed or attempted to kill additional people. President Joe Biden on Thursday called for states to make all adults eligible to receive coronavirus vaccines by May 1st, a full month ahead of Oregon's recently announced timeline. In an address marking one year since the onset of the pandemic, Biden also said he would deploy active-duty troops to support vaccination efforts and direct more shots toward community health centers and pharmacies. The move, he said, could put the country a little closer to normal by the 4th of July, at which time Americans could gather at least in small groups. It remained unclear Thursday whether Oregon, which had suggested the general adult population would be eligible July 1st, would adjust its announced schedule. Governor Kate Brown called the president's remarks hopeful news and suggested an increase in federal vaccine shipments could result in a moved-up timeline. As the vaccine rollout ramps up this spring, Oregon workers may wonder whether their bosses could require them to get vaccinated. In most cases, the answer is yes, employment experts say, though exceptions must be made if workers request accommodations for religious reasons or a disability. In practice, though, most employers likely won't require workers to get the vaccine. Few want to get involved in their employees' medical histories or ask about exemptions. One group of workers, perhaps surprisingly, can't be required to receive vaccines. Under a 1989 Oregon law, healthcare workers are protected from employers' vaccine mandates. That same law also applies to firefighters and police officers. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler said Thursday he'll seek $2 million in one-time funding to allow more proactive policing on city streets to try and stem a growing wave of gun violence. The new team would try to intercept and seize guns and prevent shootings and retaliatory violence in the city. There have been a total of 208 shootings in Portland so far this year, with 53 of those resulting in injuries and 15 resulting in deaths. The announcement comes less than a year after Portland dissolved its gun violence reduction team amid $15 million in budget cuts and criticism the team disproportionately pulled over and arrested people of color. Wheeler said the new team would be different because a new oversight committee would publish statistics on the team's arrests, stops, and outcomes. A majority of the city council would need to approve the funding. The Washington County District Attorney's Office will not pursue charges against anyone involved in the sex abuse scandal that rocked Catlin Gable School, though prosecutors did conclude that some former administrators at the private school failed in their duties to protect students. 
A two-page memo provided Thursday to the Oregonian and Oregon Live in response to a public records request spells out the decision, citing the statute of limitations and the deaths of two key alleged perpetrators of abuse. The school's own explosive 2019 report found that the allegations involved at least nine former teachers and staff members at the school. It also listed complaints or allegations of abuse against another dozen former faculty members and coaches that could not be corroborated. The exact number of victims, many now in their 50s and 60s, may never be known. A bill in the Oregon legislature aims to curb the rampant theft of catalytic converters from vehicles. The devices contain precious metals that make them ripe for selling on the black market, where they can bring in hundreds of dollars apiece. Senate Bill 803 would prohibit scrap metal businesses from purchasing or receiving most catalytic converters. Oregon auto shops tell the Oregonian and Oregon Live that catalytic converter replacement has become a commonplace repair. Some now also routinely install barriers to make thefts more difficult. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and learn how you can support our journalism at OregonLive.com slash pod support.